0: Music's handbrake is here in the shape of Bill Hughes with an essential song. Uh, Right, sweetie pie, what have you got? (laughs)
1: I've got something beautiful today. Something really lush and gorgeous to just make everybody feel a little bit romantic on this.
0: Percy Faith and his orchestra? Well,
1: no, it's better than that. It is the voice of Nat King Cole. And that's a version of this particular song called The Very Thought of You. Oh, yeah. The Very Thought of Uh, You. But it's the Nat King Cole version. It's the Nat King Cole version, and there are so many other versions because The Very Thought of You, it was written in 1934, but it's one of the most successful Songs in terms of all the interpretations of it. Like, it it was written by Ray Noble, the British band leader, and uh, he recorded it in 1941 with his band. And on vocals, he had a guy called Al Boley. And Al Boley. Do you know what happened to
0: Al Boley? What happened to Al Boley? I think he was in the Cafe de Paris in Leicester Square when a German bomb came down the chimney and killed them all.
1: Oh, gee. I think, not, think that's what not happened Not a great then. way to go. But he had a great voice, Al Bowler. Super. And in 1941, Bing Crosby also recorded it. In 1950, Doris Day sang it in that great movie, Young Man with a Horn, the story of uh, Big Spiderbeck, starring the, Kirk the Douglas. The cornet player. Yeah. Um, the bisexual cornet player, uh, which was a very risque film for 1950 to even venture towards that. And then uh, the song was featured in Casablanca. In the yes, it was. It was Julie Wilson uh, is played in Rick Blaine's club in the scene where Sasha kisses Rick on the cheek just before Ilsa and Victor Laszlo enter. So it was. It it was a refrain. Must check that out. But there you go now. And then there like more recent recordings of it Elvis Costello uh, a duet between Paul McCartney and Tony Bennett and uh, Rod Stewart and then the funniest one of all Brent Spiner you know the guy from Star Trek The Next Generation he brought out an album called Old Yellow Eyes is Back now for people who know who Brent Spiner was that's actually very funny very witty but there you go yeah we'll
0: let it pass so
1: Ray Noble
0: but but, but where the key to this is Ray Mm -hmm. Noble who was a British band leader, um, wrote it. But Nat, I mean, if you ask, if you walked right down the street mm-hmm. and anybody who knew that song yeah. would say Nat King Cole.
1: I would think so. But so many other people have recorded it that, uh, like, as I said, Billy Holiday, Tony Bennett and, and, and yeah. Paul McCartney, but, but, but it, it is his. Yeah, but so. Nat
0: King Cole, it, it was quite sad too because... Uh, he uh, he had a run in with the IRS the revenue which kind of bankrupted him mm-hmm. and then he also made the fatal mistake of playing in front of a segregated audience in the south I think Atlanta and that severely damaged his reputation yes, but with he black had, people
1: but he had made a point of not doing that in his career and only did it on certain occasions but certain occasions like in one occasion he was actually assaulted On stage by members of the North Alabama Citizens Council. Three of them jumped on on stage and beat him. Um, He was very, uh, uh, let's just say, brave, because in August 1948, he bought a house in the all white Hancock Park neighborhood of Los Angeles and within hours there was a burning crucifix on his lawn, courtesy of the Tutlux Clan. And then the local uh, resident society came and said to him that they were worried because they didn't want any undesirables moving in. And his answer to them was, oh, I totally agree. And neither do I. If I see anybody undesirable, I'll be the first to let you know. <laughs> and, you know, his, his career is amazing. But I just wanted to tell you some more about Ray Noble because Ray Noble moved to America and moved to Chicago as a British band leader. And in 1935, you know who joined his band? Glenn Miller. Really? Glenn Miller joined his band and was the trombone player. And they, the band played Dees Dem and Those, the great Glenn Miller uh, track um, at the Rainbow Room in 1935. So he finished his life doing comedy on radio with Edgar Bergen. And he was the other half in uh, Mortimer Snurd and Charlie McCarthy, where Charlie McCarthy was the, the, the uh, puppet, Bergen the ventriloquist. was a ventriloquist. He was a ventriloquist. Father of the great Candice Bergen. Father of the great Candice Burgum. Yeah, yeah. So that's Ray Noble. It, it's just such a career to have and such variety. And he died in 1978. But back to uh, Nat King Cole. I think the two
0: people, if you ever needed proof that fags and cancer were connected, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Nat Nat King Cole and John Wayne were the two because they were both incredible chain
1: smokers. And to the point where before a recording session, Nat King Cole would, in quick session, smoke three cigarettes really quickly because he felt that gave his voice the edge. Now, he always smoke, smoked uh, cool menthol cigarettes, K-O-O-L. That was the name of the brand that he smoked. And... Uh, he, he died from lung cancer, of course, uh, at such a ridiculously young age. Um, but, you know, coming into the time of year that we're at now and this this four what year, time ci- of year, the four year cycle of the presidential carry on oh, in yeah, America. Yeah, sorry, sorry. He addressed the Republican National Convention in 1956. No, And he performed at the Democratic Convention in 1960. (laughs) And then he sang at the inauguration of John F. Kennedy in 1961. So he knew which side his bread was buttered on, both sides. And he had (laughs) jam on both sides as well. He didn't nail his colours to the mast.
0: So why the very thought of you, of all the stuff that Nat King Cole has done?
1: There's something about this song that is so simple in the way it reaches out to you and tells you uh, that, you know, love is a very tangible thing. And if it wraps itself around you, you're the luckiest person in the world. And when you have somebody to think about in this way, I think it is a, a life enhancing thing. So the very thought of you is such a. Uh, a big thing to say about anybody and it's for those who have just started out in love those who are long established in love and those who dream of love the very thought of you seems to tick the boxes for everyone
0: OK apparently Mick killarney said Boley was in his bed when the bomb went off he died from <laughs> the shock blast oh. he wasn't actually marked in, oh. so says Mick killarney and then somebody has a favourite Nat King Cole song it's called Love Me As Though There Were No Tomorrow Tomorrow, mm. I wouldn't rate it really I must say sorry to say that less but here is uh, the wonderful uh, Nat King Cole and William The Very Thought of You
2: The Very Thought of You And I forget to do the little ordinary things that everyone ought to do I'm living in a kind of daydream I'm happy as a king and foolish Though it may seem to me That's everything The mere idea of you The longing here for you You'll never know How slow the moments go Till I'm near to you I see your face In every flower Your eyes and stars above It's just the thought of you The very thought of you My love The moments go Till I'm near to you I see your face In every flower Your eyes and stars above It's just the thought of you The very thought of you my
0: love oh nat king cole the very thought of you an essential song from bill hughes now the other thing of course i mean i adore it but i i i almost could like anything that king Cole and um, but when Sinatra made his kind of comeback you know from the wilderness Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff he did a lot of work with a fella called Nelson Riddle
1: he did now
0: don't tell me Nelson Riddle did
1: this no he did not but it was Nelson Riddle and Don Costa were the two people that uh, Sinatra used to credit but the other one the one that practically nobody ever mentions was the guy who arranged this song and that is Gordon Jenkins and Gordon Jenkins also arranged for Judy Garland and Billy Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald and like Gordon Jenkins beautiful stuff but Because he never got name checked, we don't know him because that was a great thing about Sinatra. Sinatra used to always name check who wrote the song and who arranged the song in this beautiful And he would always know the importance of that to make those artists feel special. Whereas now... And he
0: even, sorry, he Mm. even credited them very often on the LP cover. I mean, nobody knows what an LP is, but Long Playing Record was in a, a, you know, what Tom Dunn lovingly refers to as vinyl. And the vinyl disc was in this contained cardboard container. And very often Sinatra, I remember that he had Songs for Swinging Lovers with Nelson Riddle. Yeah, he'd give
1: them joint top billing on the front, not just, yeah. And it was like their names were writ large, but beautiful stuff. And that song... I don't know. I just love that song. Oh, it makes yeah. you feel romantic. Uh, it makes you feel great. the strings are
0: very good though in yeah. that yeah. as big, well.
1: Big, big yeah. lush strings. That was the signature of Gordon Jenkins and he was quite something. But just Natalie Cole, uh, Natalie Cole as the daughter of Nat King Cole. Who's dead as
0: well? and uh, yeah.
1: And and that beautiful thing she did after, you know, when 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 her career really took off and at the height of it, she had digitally remastered a duet. So with her father, unforgettable. And it's beautiful. And to be able to do that with the voice beyond the grave. And now they're together. I'm
0: bringing that out for Christmas number one, in fact.
1: Unforgettable. Yeah. Oh, are you with Kira Kelly? Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. I didn't know this. Yeah, and You're, has it been recorded? And
0: you'll be doing it on essential songs oh, <laughs> to I? give it a plug. Well, yeah. I'm
1: glad to be told that now. Well, so we've that's... got
0: the music is laid, yeah. as they say. If that's not a quaint word, the backing the track is laid. Yeah,
1: the backing track is yeah. laid. Okay.
0: And um, Kira and I are practicing every day. Very which, good. I mean, you know my singing talents. Yeah. Much understated and
1: well. You know, you run the vocal range from <laughs> A to B. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Out of hey, you know, on a scale of one to ten. But Kira can sing. I, I bet she can. Oh no, Kira's very Kira's multi-talented. And uh, uh, we and did "Baby,
0: really. It's Cold Outside" last Christmas.
1: Yes, I remember that.
0: Yes, came in at nine hundred and eighty-seven on the Christmas uh, <laughs> list. <laughs>
1: sorry about that George there yeah. you go that's what happens that's what happens
0: but I've also but I've also I've also talked Dickie Rock and I'm thinking we'll do a duet with him
1: with Dickie Rock Yeah, from the candy store on the corner yeah, or that kind to of the stuff. chapel on the hill yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so uh, Nat King Cole uh, he died a long time
1: ago 1965 yeah um, just before he died uh, he made his last appearance on the Jack Benny show The Jack Benny show was such a his last television appearance and he sang when I fall in love, uh, which I just adore. That's another beautiful song. Yeah, Uh, it will be forever. Um, But I
0: think the revenue followed him to the grave. I think they followed him beyond the grave. Uh, The American revenue, like.
1: But also corporate America made his life very difficult because he had his TV show and, oh, yeah. co- and it depended on, he was the first African-American to have a big, well, one of the first, yeah. uh, to have a, a, his own series. And he decided to pull it because he could see that the executives were under so much trouble, tr- uh, pressure, trying to raise funding to make the show. Yeah, and in advertising. So, and so how he referred to it was, uh, I, we can't raise the money, so Madison Avenue is afraid of the dark. Uh, and that's how he said it.
0: Bill Hughes will be back uh, next week. Of course, you can stream the tune and all the other ones selected by Bill over the years on Spotify. The playlist is called Hook Essential Songs.